Um, I'm not sure if I'm actually wearing this right, but just let me know if I need to change it. <laughs> okay, um, I'm going to try my hardest to get through this without absolutely weeping. Um, uh, my time at crew here at Ball State has been absolutely incredible. It has been my, uh, my college career, and um, it's just been so, so wonderful. And, um, I'm, I'm so excited and was so honored when I was asked to give one of these uh, senior talks. So as I said, my experience with crew here at Ball State has made such an incredible impact on my life, and I hold this organization very close to my heart. It's been a blessing to hear from the other seniors, whether that's been Sammy urging us to take part in community, or from Tyler reminding us of the reality of spiritual warfare, Ryan explaining to us the benefits of processing what God has done in our hearts, or Katie sharing the amazing truth of God's pursuit of us. I totally agree with all of the, these uh, great friends of mine have had to say, and I also agree that it is vitally important to take time to pause and look back to see where God has brought you. I think that as we take time to process where we once were, that's when we can truly see the growth of where the Lord has brought us now. So I've had some uh, opportunities to take time over the past weeks to sort of process over where the Lord has brought me and how the Lord has used this movement to impact my life. And I would love to just share some things with you guys that I think would be helpful and beneficial for your time here at Ball State. So first of all, my advice would be to embrace crew. Uh, as I said before, this movement has had such an incredible influence on my life, and I believe that getting fully involved and in diving in for me, has been such a life-changing experience. I've had the opportunity over my time here at Ball State to take part in several different organizations. And while I had fun with them and took part um, in, in growing in my major and by learning these practical skills in other areas, it was a lot of fun, and I value those experiences, but nothing um, that, I, that I took part in had nearly as much weight or value as what I experienced with crew. And this is by no means me speaking negatively of other organizations. By no means do I want to say that uh, extracurricular organizations are, um, are not a good thing to be involved in. But something that this ministry allows us to do is something that we can't find outside of a Christ-centered, mission-based, eternally-minded group. What we're able to do here through CREW and other Christian organizations that function in a similar manner to ours is take part in something that is eternally significant. As I think about my own story of coming onto campus, I was so ready to be done with any type of organized Christianity or religion, and I think of the lost... <sighs> I think of the lost, broken, sad, and confused student that I was and the loss of faith that I was experiencing. And it truly scares me to think where I may have ended up had I not been urged to embrace the life-giving message of Jesus Christ that was shared to me by faithful crew students just like you. So I would encourage all of you to process and think about how this movement has impacted you and really to embrace the opportunities that we have here to reach out to our peers. So, 
I would encourage you to really think back and see how this organization is, is um, giving you a clearer picture of the gospel. Another reason I would uh, urge you to embrace crew while you're still here, while you have the chance to do that, is because through this movement, you get the chance to hear teachings that are specifically geared towards students. Now, while the local church also cares well for its students, crew provides teachings that are solely relevant to us. And I just think that's so special. Uh, I can't begin to explain how um, through attending fall retreats with crew or going to NDCC or PCB, um, I just received so much valuable, practical, deep, yet straightforward teaching about the gospel that I never had heard so clearly growing up. So I would encourage all of you to at least try to go to any, or I would really encourage you to go to all of these events every year, if you could, um, at Ball State, because uh, they're just such a special experience. Here at our weekly meetings at Ball State, we get to hear some amazing teachings from our awesome staff team. And these uh, teachings have most certainly changed my life. Uh, but at conferences and summer missions and retreats with crew, there's really just so much more time to dive uh, into some really in-depth teaching that we don't always necessarily have the time to talk about here at our weekly meetings. So apart from the teachings that crew provides, uh, diving in has brought forth some of the greatest, closest friendships of my life. I think that when we're connecting with each other in the context of Christ-centered community, we get to experience something incredible because we're not just becoming friends, uh, but we're taking part in being uh, part of God's family. I often tell people uh, that the most energy, excitement, and life-giving moments that I, ex that I experience throughout the weeks are here at these weekly meetings. Um, the 15 minutes before when we got the Jump 5 jamming and all the fun hype music going on, that, and then being able to meet with people after crew here at the weekly meetings, like, that is, that is incredible. Uh, and I want you to know that, that you guys are, are what make that experience so special. I truly do love all of you. And it has just been an incredible experience to get to know you guys over the course of my time here at Ball State. Um, and I know that God has many great adventures planned ahead for me and for all of us. And that the future is something to look forward to and to be excited about. But up until this point in my life, being able to take part in crew and ministry with you all has been the greatest joy of my life. So uh, with that being said, this is what I've personally experienced. I know that may have sounded like a big plug for all these crew-related things, but I, I cannot deny my own experiences. I have had incredible experiences with these, with these events, so I would encourage you all to take part in those as well. All right, so right along with that, um, this leads me to another piece of advice that I'd like to briefly touch on, and for that I'm going to turn to Philippians 2.14 which says, do everything without complaining and arguing. I tell you, this verse is so convicting for me. And I want to share that I have been on both sides of this coin, particularly in, my regard, in regards to my involvement with crew. So there have been a lot of instances um, where I've met some of the awesome tasks of working with crew with great joy. I've taken part in our outreaches, I've gone to our leadership meetings, and I've treated it with excitement and with a good attitude. And in these instances where I had a good attitude, it was so much easier to experience joy. And when I wasn't complaining, it was so much easier to remember the reason why I was committing to all these responsibilities in the first place. 
But then on the other side, <laughs> there have been periods where I have met uh, involvement with crew um, with a lot of closed-mindedness and a complaining attitude. So some of these things might resonate with you, but I'd, I'd start to say things like, why is there a servant team meeting on Friday? <laughs> I just got that email. Is this meeting supposed to be six hours long? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Are we seriously supposed to spend every day taking part of this outreach? I start to say things like this, and I just found myself at times complaining about everything, and I would complain to friends, and then, and then that would lead to more complaining, and it just became a huge mess of bitterness. And I can say with confidence that one of my greatest regrets from my time at Ball State has been when I've taken something as delightful and special as college ministry and turning it into something terrible because of my complaining and bitter heart. Seriously, it's one of the greatest regrets I have. Um, oftentimes the things that um, I would complain the most about would end up being one of the best experiences of my time here. Uh, for example, I experienced this a lot with the Bible study and, and action group over the past several years. I, I would get off a shift at work. I'd been going red loop for eight hours on the bus, and it's like, <laughs> okay, I'm ready. To, I'm, all right, just ready to relax. And I would just drag my feet to Bible study like, what? Why do I have to commit to two hours on a night when I've, I've already been at work, I've already been at class, just to be met with an amazing reminder of God's grace for me? And, and it's in those times when I would feel so much conviction, like, wow, this is so important. This is so incredible. This is so unique to this time here. Why am I complaining about it? So um, there is much grace that God gives uh, in those areas, but I would... I would um, Ask that you guys please learn from my mistakes. If you treat things with a good attitude, it really, it really makes uh, ministry such a delightful thing to take part in. So don't ruin it. And, and um, I think Scripture gives us an incredible model, as we just saw in Philippians uh, 2.14. So I've talked a lot about crew tonight and what it's meant to me. And I truly stand by all that I've said. If we embrace it, if we dive in, if we go to events and we don't complain about it, it can be a truly beautiful thing as it has been for me. Like I said, it has been absolutely indescribable. Um, but the reason that I'm so passionate about crew is not because of what crew is, but what it so faithfully points towards and what it has so faithfully pointed towards since I've been here at the beginning of my time at Ball State. And that is the Son of God, our only hope, that is Jesus. If there is anything that I would desire for you to remember or to know, it is that Jesus Christ loves you. It is that God, the one for whom we were created, has given us the ability to know him through Jesus. Oftentimes, I find myself forgetting the reality of what this truly means. I look to Romans 8, 1 through 4, which says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do, by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, 
he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. So this passage clearly reveals to us how broken in sin that we are. But God has made a way by giving us Jesus. He's taken away all the sin that we could ever bear. Without Christ, we are hopeless, wretched sinners that would never know the one for whom we were made. Outside of the absolute grace of God through Jesus, we would have an aching soul that would spend a lifetime and an eternity that would never be fulfilled. Praise be to God for sending his son, Jesus. John 1, 12 through 13 says that, But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And this passage explains that not only has God provided a means through which we can know him, but Jesus has given us the opportunity to become part of God's family. And for me, I often forget the eternal implications that this has on us when we become a follower of Jesus. So often I think of the blessings and benefits that come with following Jesus on earth and in this life. I think of the freedom that we have from sin. I think of the ability that Christ gives us to live a life that isn't plagued with guilt. And I think of the joy in our painful circumstances that he allows us to have. And while these things are so totally true, and while the gift of salvation is granted to us in this life, and we experience Jesus in this life, Scripture reminds us that while our relationship with God in this life begins now, the pinnacle of our fellowship with God isn't going to happen here. Romans 8, 22-23 says, For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly, inwardly as we wait eagerly for the adoption of sons, the redemption of our bodies. This verse points out the agonizing pain that we feel in our hearts as we await when we will be with Jesus. But it points to the hope that we have that one day, sin will no longer be a factor in how we interact with God. All earthly pain and fear and doubt will be so far gone from us because we will be in the uninterrupted presence of Jesus. God is with us now, and Scripture clearly points to that. But one day, every pain that we have endured on this earth, every disease, every piece of shame, every chemical imbalance in the mind, and every aching heart, and every doubt that we have ever had will be washed away, and we will stand before God, our Father, righteous before His throne, because Jesus, standing at our side, will have imputed all of His perfect righteousness upon us. 
This is the hope that we're able to cling to because of Jesus. And as we go throughout this life and as we go throughout our time here at Ball State, it is my desire that all of you, who I love deeply and care about deeply, would remember and know the reality of the hope that we have. This hope, this hope that one day we will be in the uninterrupted presence of Jesus. I can't even even fathom that. And and we bask in his benefits now and here on this earth, but I, I cannot even imagine when repentance and forgiveness of sin will not even have to be a factor through which we are able to fellowship with our Father, the one for whom we were made. It is such an incredible hope to think that we can look back and everything that we've taken part in here and on this life, apart from the calling of, of, of bringing the kingdom of God together and expanding that kingdom, everything else will be so insignificant. And it's that hope why crew exists. It's that reason, that's the reason why missions exist. That's the reason why we do what we do. That's the reason we we meet up for hours at a time to discuss strategy on how we can go about reaching the lost students here. That's why why we're encouraged to go to conferences and events to to learn about how we can strategically reach the campus for the message of Christ. Because there's a lot of people on this campus who do not know the gospel of Jesus. And there's a lot of people on this campus who will never be able to meet the one for whom they were made. And when I look back and think of my, my own story as a freshman, had it not been for the faithful students of crew and the faithful staff team that devote their lives to being missionaries on this campus, I would be so lost and I wouldn't be able to experience this hope. This is why we do what we do. And my prayer for all of you would be that you would remember that in the midst of ministry now and in the midst of pain now, this is not the pinnacle of our fellowship with God that will come in eternity and we will be able to get there and spend time in in eternity with Jesus and with God because of the imputed perfect righteousness that Jesus freely gives us. This is what it's all about and I am so beyond thankful for this ministry and for this organization delivering that message to me. I want to take a moment. Can we, can we give a round of applause for the missionary staff team that serves on this campus? Standing ovation. We are so thankful for you. And as we look at testimonies every week of students sharing, we we look at the life-changing message of Jesus Christ that's being presented to us. This is what it's all about. Guys, I love you all. It has been such an incredible experience being able to serve alongside you all. And, And I'm just so blessed by you, and I thank God for you all. Let's pray. Great God, I just want to thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to hear your gospel. Lord, thank you for placing individuals in our lives that have presented this gospel to us. And God, I thank you so much that we can 
bask in the reality of the hope that we have that one day we will spend eternity with you and that all earthly pain and brokenness and fear and guilt and shame will be behind us and that even if if there's brokenness in our lives that you choose not to heal on this earth, we will experience that healing and freedom in eternity. God, I, I thank you for the faithful students in this room who have taken part in this awesome ministry, Lord. God, we thank you for Jesus, and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.